The Athletic. Good morning and welcome to the briefing show from The Athletic. It's Wednesday the 5th of April, I'm Sam Lee and here's everything you need to know from the world of football. Today we're asking, it's four games now without a win for Liverpool, how much more of this can they take? Most people still believe, you know, not only has he brought success in the past, but more importantly, he can bring success back in the future if he's back properly in the transfer window this summer. Is this the end for Steve Cooper at Nottingham Forest? Another away game without a victory, another little step closer to, to trouble at the bottom of the Premier League table and I think... Uh, yes, Steve Cooper's job is, is going to be in serious peril tonight and over the next few days. And why is one of football's most influential agents lashing out at FIFA? Fundamentally, you know, they're going to be capping what agents can earn, whether they're doing it for the club or for the player. They'll have to sit an exam now. So we're in a situation where you've got several super agents, as they're called, taking FIFA to court, basically. This is The Briefing Show from The Athletic. so well there, Sinistera, coming on that left-hand side. Nothing that Keylor Navas can do about that. It's been another pivotal night in an extraordinary Premier League season. Managerless Leicester were beaten 2-1 at home by Aston Villa, leaving the Foxes second from bottom with just 25 points. Bournemouth are just above them with 27 points after they were beaten at home by high-flying Brighton. And it was a massive night for Leeds. 2-1 victors over relegation rivals Nottingham Forest and more on them in a moment. But we start at Stamford Bridge, where Liverpool and Chelsea exchanged air punches in a curiously artless nil-nil draw. We'll discuss Chelsea in a moment, but let's start with Liverpool. In their four games since they annihilated Manchester United 7-0, they've lost three times, drawn here, and only scored once. And that one just made Manchester City angry at the weekend. I spoke to the Athletics Liverpool correspondent James Pearce at full time. James, Jurgen Klopp said earlier this week that only history was keeping him in a job. How long can history keep protecting him? <laughs> well, I, I think what we know is it, it's not even a, a subject for debate. His future amongst the vast majority of Liverpool fans and certainly not for the owners between now and the summer, he will get this summer to try to put right what's gone alarmingly wrong. You know, he, yes, he's got a lot of credit in the bank and it, it was interesting to hear him say that yesterday. But um, it's it's not blind faith. I think when someone has achieved what he's had what he's achieved at this club, you know, I, I think it's it's only right that uh, that he gets an opportunity. And most people still believe, you know, not only has he brought success in the past, but more importantly, he can bring success back in the future if he's back properly in the transfer window this summer. Next up, it's Arsenal on Sunday. Was there anything tonight that suggested to you that they can, well, I don't know about turn this around, but get anything against Arsenal at the weekend? <laughs> well, I, I think what what we know about Liverpool this season is they are a different beast to Anfield. I think, you know, I don't think there's anything that anyone will take out of this game against Chelsea that will give them the belief that Liverpool can beat the Premier League leaders on Sunday. I think what will give them the belief is that, you know, in their last home game, Liverpool demolished Manchester United uh, 7-0. You know, they've they've only been beaten once at Anfield this season in the Premier League. That was a, a last-minute goal that they conceded against Leeds. You know, the, the vast majority of their points have been gained on at home turf. It's it's on their travels when their their weaknesses have been so you know, repeatedly exposed. So um, so yeah, I think you know, that that is what they'll, that will give give fans hope. The fact that yes, it's Anfield and 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 yes, they will have a point to prove because you know when you look at that table and what was it a twenty nine point gap? You know that is 
that is embarrassing from where Liverpool were at this season to where they are now. And Liverpool will be absolutely desperate to try and throw a spanner in, uh, in Arsenal's title charge. Liverpool then at eighth. They've been overtaken by Aston Villa. But what of Chelsea? This was their first game since the sacking of Graham Potter on Sunday. They remain 11th, but it was, well, better, just about. I spoke to our Chelsea correspondent, Simon Johnson. Simon, a better performance. They should have scored at least one in the first half, well, at least one in the second half as well. What was different about Chelsea here, if anything? Um, N'Golo Kante, <laughs> in, in summary, um, this was his first start since August, made captain and... It was a captain performance. It was magnificent, really. And Graham Potter, whether he's watching the game or not, we don't know. But he must have been watching it quite ruefully, really. He only got to play for 33 minutes, what turned out to be his last game on Saturday. But he must be ruining the fact that he didn't get to work with him all season because Conte showed what a world-class player he is and and how sorely um, he's been missed. And just quickly, do you have any feel for how soon Chelsea are going to get the new man in? No, because it's such a complex search in that some of the people that are after, like Julian Nagelsmann, he wants to wait till the summer. The impression you're getting is they don't want to rush quite as they did when they made the switch from Tuchel to Potter in the space of 12 hours. That they want to sort of make take days, weeks, potentially months. And I think it's also a, a, a realisation that they got the first appointment wrong. They can't afford to make another mistake. That They need to get this next coach right. So could a coach come in in this short amount of time ahead of the first league against Real Madrid and make a big difference. Would a coach want to accept these kind of scenarios? It's, it's a very complex situation, which um, kind of sums up Chelsea Football Club in one sentence. The battle against relegation from the Premier League is as tight as it's ever been. Nine teams are at risk of the drop. Only two of them still trust the manager that they employed at the start of the season. And one is West Ham. They play Newcastle tonight. The other is Nottingham Forest. And their 2-1 defeat at Leeds last night might just be the final straw for the ownership regarding manager Steve Cooper. Cooper led Forest to promotion last season and is adored by supporters. But this was his eighth game without a win. And it came as reports circulated that Patrick Vieira, recently sacked by Crystal Palace, has been lined up as his successor. The Athletics Nottingham Forest correspondent Paul Taylor was at Ellen Road for us. Paul, is this the end for Steve Cooper? Well, the feeling was at the weekend that the, the Forest hierarchy were losing patience with uh, with their head coach following a, you know, that it's now eight, eight games without a win. And I, I don't think that's going to have improved following tonight's performance. Another away game without a victory another little step closer to, to trouble at the bottom of the Premier League table. And I think, uh, yes, Steve Cooper's job is, is going to be in serious peril tonight and over the next few days. Uh, it wouldn't be a shock at all to see a change happen before uh, uh, before before the weekend when they face Aston Villa. And with, with the exception of West Ham, every other club fighting relegation, and there's a lot of them, have sacked their manager at least once. Uh, why haven't Forrest done the same up until now? Uh, because uh, to, to be to be fair, Steve Cooper's done a last year. He did an absolutely remarkable job, and I, I think to be fair, this season he's he's done a, a reasonable one as well. You know, Forrest made twenty nine new signings. He's had to create order from chaos uh, amid you know a, a, a kind of recruitment campaign the likes of which we've never seen before. And I think he, he's done pretty well largely. But I think it's just this away form and and the fact that Forrest are, are slowly edging towards trouble that that might do for him in the end. A, a lot of fans will be upset to see him go. He's a really popular figure. And is there anything in these reports about Patrick Vieira? No, I don't believe so. 
I, I think Forrest will, you know, have a, a, a list of potential replacements in mind, but I, I don't believe that he is uh, among those. Uh, have you any ideas at this juncture who may be? I think that'll be the next step for Forrest. They, they, they have uh, in the past tried to recruit managers before making a change. We know back in October that they uh, they approached a number of managers to see if they'd be interested uh, in the role before ultimately deciding to stick with Steve Cooper. I think they might do it the other way around this time around and, and they've more or less, it seems, made the decision that they are likely to make a change and you know they'll, they'll probably start planning who their, who their shortlist will be in the, in the next few days. Elsewhere in Europe, Bayern Munich were dumped out of the DFB Pokal at the quarter-final stage by Freiburg. Manchester City will be watching that one with interest ahead of their meeting in the Champions League next week. Eintracht Frankfurt disposed of Union Berlin. And in Italy, Juventus drew 1-1 with Inter. That's just the first leg of their semi-final. And in Spain, Osasuna have made it through to the Copa del Rey final where they'll meet either Real Madrid or Barcelona, who play tonight, after they saw off Athletic Bilbao 2-1 on aggregate. You're listening to The Briefing Show from The Athletic. Earlier this year, FIFA confirmed plans to overhaul the world of football agents. The changes include a licensing system, a block on representing more than one party in any deal, and perhaps most eye-catchingly, a cap on their fees. FIFA says the objective is to protect the integrity of the transfer system and achieve greater financial transparency. Last week, The Athletic's Dan Sheldon spoke with Rafaela Pimenta, agent of Erling Haaland, who said, FIFA complain we make too much money, but so do they. Everyone makes lots of money because this industry is becoming richer and richer. What they are doing, she continued, is already a disaster. So, Dan, why is she against the changes? Well, this is a story that's been rumbling on for, for a little while now. FIFA, uh, they confirmed they're going to be bringing in new regulations from October, which will directly impact agents, what they can earn, how they can operate. Rafaela, the argument is that FIFA is an entity and it should abide by a higher order, basically, but they're dictating what's going on and that's not right. Uh, but fundamentally, you know, they're going to be capping what agents can earn, whether they're doing it for the club or for the player. They'll have to sit an exam now. So we're in a situation where you've got several super agents, as they're called, taking FIFA to court, basically. You know, Rafaela talks about that throughout the piece, why they're doing it, what they expect, you know, the outcome could be. So... Yeah, there's much more in the piece, but fundamentally, FIFA bringing in a load of new rules and agents aren't happy about it. So if it suddenly becomes harder for agents to represent players, do you think that the agents that do get through this golden gate, they can, you know, they become super agents and everyone joins their stable? Is that how you could see it going? No, I don't think so, because I think ultimately there's going to be caps. You know, if the caps are, are kind of rubber stamped and they do come into to place in October, then they're going to be across the board for all agents, whether you're one of the super agents or just an agent with with two or three players. I think what, what is interesting regarding the new regulations, which will be something to keep an eye on, is that an agent could actually earn more percentage-wise from a deal if they just solely represent the selling club rather than a player or the buying club. So if I'm an agent and I'm working on behalf of a selling club, I can earn more from that deal than the agent working for the, the player, if that makes sense. So there's going to be a really interesting thing. It's really fascinating. But yeah, ultimately, no, I don't think you're going to see players leaving stables and joining your biggest agencies because ultimately the cap applies across the board. So how did this interview come about? You you went out to, to see her, is that right? 
Yeah, so I, I went out to so her office is based is in Monaco and that's where she's based. So I went out to Monaco, went to her office, had a look around. You kind of go in and then you just I was on the random floor and I was like, well, I'm not sure what to expect here. Then she opened her office door and it was like walking into a different world. There were just signed football shirts all over the walls. Like the first one I noticed was like an Erling Haaland shirt and it said from one Viking to another Viking, we're going to change the world or something like that. So yeah, it, it was uh, quite the, uh, the two and a half hours, definitely. It's West Ham against Newcastle on Sky Sports in the UK tonight, but if you want to watch Manchester United take on Brentford, then the only action I can condone is getting a ticket and going to the stadium. Elsewhere, the DFB Pokal quarterfinals are on via play, along with Cremonese against Fiorentina in the Coppa Italia, and the small matter of Barcelona against Real Madrid in the Coppa del Rey, which is on BT Sports. There's no Coppa Italia or Coppa del Rey for the US audience, but while you'll miss out on the Classico, you will find the Man United game on Peacock. And those German Cup games are on ESPN as well. That's all from us. If you're not already a subscriber to The Athletic, make sure you take advantage of our latest offer. Just go to theathletic.com forward slash TBS and it's $1.99 a month for your first year. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe. And if you've got the time, be sure to give us a review as well. I'm Sam Lee. Your producer was Guy Clark. And The Briefing Show will be back tomorrow. The Athletic.